What's up, guys? Welcome to Demo with Mo. I'm your host, Monique Simmons. We'll be discussing dating, engaged, and married objectives from a young Christian's perspective. Are you guys ready? Let's dive in. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to a new episode of Demo with Mo. I'm excited about today's episode. We're gonna be talking about my why, the reason I started the podcast, my story, my passion behind this podcast. So I can't wait for you guys to jump in with me. But before we get started, a few things I wanna remind you. This month, the whole month of November, we are celebrating my birthday. If you're not already, go follow me on Facebook at Demo with Mo. There's an Amazon wish list birthday celebration post where we are picking one lucky winner every week to get something off their Amazon wish list. The only thing you have to do to be entered for that giveaway is invite three friends to like my page, go under that post, say done, and attach your Amazon wish list. And that's it. Every Friday morning, I will randomly select a winner to get one item off their Amazon wish list. Seriously, who doesn't want to win something? So go now, follow me on Facebook, and make sure to look for that post. Also, I would like to give a huge shout out to our first winner that won for this month, Mrs. Rhonda Leonard. Thank you so much for your support of the podcast. It means everything to me. Thank you. If you have not already, I have started a new website, which is so cool to launch the website this month as we're celebrating my birthday. Check it out at www.demowithmo.com. You can leave reviews, write comments, send me direct messages. You can even leave voicemails. If you have questions that you want to be answered live on the podcast, if you want to leave it anonymously, I don't have to mention your name, check out the website. It's all there. I'm so excited. When you check it out, let me know what you think. I love comments. I love feedback. I'm here for it. So I don't want to hold you guys any longer. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, what's up, guys? So I have been listening to podcasts for years. I love podcasts. And one of the things a lot of the good podcasts have in common, they share their story. They share their why. They share their passion behind doing their podcast for whatever their topic is or whatever the different things that they're discussing. You kind of get to see them and see their why behind what they're doing. And it just opens the door for you to get to know them a little better. And I've always loved and respected that about the different podcasts that I follow. I love to feel like I'm hanging out in the room with you, getting to know you, having a conversation with you because I hate on the surface. I like to dive in. So today... I will be discussing my story, my why, my passion behind Demo with Mo. So just to go back a little bit, I grew up in a two-parent home. My mom and dad were married. Um, When I got in high school, my sophomore year, my parents separated. And it was not a pretty separation. It was a pretty ugly separation. We were going back and forth, and it just took a toll on me. It was a lot. 
So even before their separation, I knew that things were happening that were going to eventually lead to this. Or that's what I thought per se from a child's perspective or a teenager's perspective. So I began to do things that weren't good for me. You know, I was hanging out, going to clubs, bad relationships, drinking, sneaking around, doing all sorts of things that I had no business doing as a teenager, but I did. And that was my way of coping with what was going on at home. So in my mind, I had already said I would never get married. If this is what marriage looks like, I would never get married because I was young. I had a child's perspective. I didn't know, you know, people go through things in relationship. Things are not always good. But in my mind, I would never get married. So fast forward a little bit. I began dating my now husband, then boyfriend. We dated our senior year in high school, high school sweethearts. Well, the summer after high school, after we graduated, I was preparing for college. I decided that I did not want to be in a relationship and that we should take a break so I could go enjoy college. That was my idea because in my mind, I'm going to go in with a blank slate and just start over. I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to be out here doing what I want to do. Well, a couple months into school, I found out that I'm pregnant with our son. (laughs) So I told my now husband, we had our conversation. We thought we were too young for this. We had to decide what we wanted to do. Long story short, we ended up getting back together. Well, we're together now. We have this son. We're still young. Remember, this was my freshman year in college. I ended up dropping out of school because I felt like it was too much on me, which now looking back, I definitely should have finished school and I could have finished school. But at the time, I was a child who was pregnant. I was sick all the time. It just felt like a lot and I gave up. So I dropped out of school. My then boyfriend, we began to live together. At this point, we were not Christians. We did not have a relationship with God. We were not in church. While I was pregnant with our son, we ended up being invited to a church by my then boyfriend's cousin. We went to the church and I really liked it. You know, I felt uncomfortable. I was a young woman who was not married, who's pregnant. I dropped out of school. Even though everyone didn't know all these things about me, I knew these things about myself. So it made me very uncomfortable in the church because I grew up in the church by my great grandmother. I would always go to church with her. So I knew what church was. You know, I've been around church people, you know, sometimes People can be judgmental and say things and assume things. So I already had all these things in my mind even before I got to the church, even before I got to know any of these people, not even knowing if they would judge me or not. But I had this preconceived notion of what they would think about me because these are things that I thought about myself. So we ended up visiting a few Sundays here and there. And that went on for about a year or so. Well, one Sunday, I ended up giving my life to Christ. February 7th. 2010. And I'm fast forwarding a year or so. I ended up giving my life to Christ. I knew, I just knew how things were going at home and in my relationship and living with this man that's not my husband. Things were not going well. And I'm just like, I've had enough. You know, this is not what I want. I already promised myself I would never get married. Now I'm living with this man as if we are married. I'm not happy. This cannot be it. Well, I give my life to Christ that Sunday. Two weeks later, (laughs) 
on the day that I got baptized, I ended up getting sick right after my baptism. I had to go to the bathroom, couldn't control it, just was very sick. Ended up finding out I was pregnant with our daughter. <laughs> God knows exactly what he's doing because I just could imagine if that would have happened a few weeks earlier, would I have given my life to him? My story, who I am now, could be completely different. But God knew exactly what he was doing. Ended up finding out that I was pregnant with our daughter. And now I'm just like, you know, what are we what are we doing? What is it that we're doing? We have this son. We're living together. You've given your life to Christ. I have now given my life to Christ because my husband gave his life. Well, my then boyfriend gave his life to Christ a few months before I did. So I'm trying to figure out what are we doing here? You know, this still is not working. Things are still not right. Even though I've given my life to Christ, things are still not right. They're not right in my home. They're not right in our relationship. It's not right within myself. There was just a struggle going on because now there's a there's a battle and a warfare going on between the Holy Spirit within me and my flesh. My flesh wants to do one thing and now I have to contend with this Holy Spirit that is now within me that's trying to make me do right. So there's just a struggle going on within me and I'm trying to figure out what am I doing with my life? What What is going on here? It's just so hard. We ended up meeting with our pastor. And he said, you guys need to be married. You're you're living together. You're not married. It was no judgment. It was so much love, so much love from my pastor and our church family. I never once felt judged, but he was encouraging us to do what was right, to do what it is that God says in his word. So now we're talking about marriage and we had already discussed marriage even before but now we're having a serious conversation about it, putting a date on it, not just throwing it out there that we should be married. Let's get married. Do we want to be married? But now it's time to put a date on it because now this struggle in me is too much. I can't keep living this way because I've now given my life to Christ and it just, I can't even explain it. It just hurt in my gut to continue to have sex outside of marriage, to still live with this man, to do all these things. And not only those things, but just to go against everything that God says in his word. But yet I say, I love him. And yet I say, I've given my life to him. But I was a baby in my faith. I didn't know, but I knew something was going on within me that I did not like. And I had to figure it out. So after having a conversation with our pastor, we decided that we were going to get married. And at this time, we're pregnant with our daughter. We're living together. We already have a son. And now we're talking about getting married. So not only did we talk about getting married, well, now we're having a conversation that I no longer want to have sex outside of marriage. But I'm pregnant with my with our daughter and we already have a son and we're living together. It sounds like a contradiction, but I knew for that for that battle and for how I was feeling within me for it to begin to end. I knew I now I had I knew enough to know that I now need to line up with what God says. I can't continue to do things that I want to do and live outside of God's will for my life and go against what God says in his word. But I want the blessings of God. I want the peace from God. I want the joy from God. I want all the benefits that God gives, but I don't want to do anything his way. Does that sound familiar? Can any of you relate? We want the things of God, but we want to do it our way. We want to live the way we want to live. We want to set the standard for our lives, but we can't do it. So now I have to have this conversation with my damn boyfriend. 
well, fiance, then now I'm no longer going to have sex with him until we're married. So then things were already not going well for us. And now they just added something else on top of that. So now we're having this struggle and these arguments about not having sex before marriage and you're already pregnant. And, you know, even my friends, people in my life at that time, because we were young, they didn't know. None of my friends were married. None of them were Christians. So what they were saying to me was always going to contradict what God said in his word. Well, Monique, you're already pregnant. Well, Monique, you're already living with this man. What is it going to hurt? But I knew. I knew. So fast forward a couple months, June 2010, we get married. So now that we're married, in my mind, because I'm young in the faith, I really don't know. I didn't see a good marriage growing up because my parents got married young. They didn't know. They didn't have the examples. And that cycle continued. My now husband and I are married. We're young. Neither one of us saw healthy marriages growing up. We didn't know. We're just trying to figure this thing out day to day. Fast forward, we have our daughter. Things are still not right in our relationship. There's still arguments and there's still confusion. And I'm just like, what's going on here? What, what are we doing? How do we fix this? How do we figure this thing out? I never forget my mom was visiting us one day and she was holding my baby in her hand, my baby girl. And we were having an argument my husband and I, and things just went way left. And I looked over at my daughter and I saw her looking at me and she was an infant, no more than a few months old. And it was like a mirror of me looking back at myself, seeing me for who I really was. Cause even though I've given my life to Christ, even though I've now gotten married, there were still some things in me that I needed to repent for. There was still some things with me that weren't right. There was still some unforgiveness and hurt and bitterness that I had not dealt with because I didn't know. But now that I see this little girl looking back at me and remembering how I felt when I was that little girl, when I said I would never get married and I would never go through the things that I saw my parents go through, it was like a light switched in me. And from that day, I promised that I would be better. I would be better than what I saw. I would be better than what my son had saw in me. It was time for a change. So I began to repent to God, be specific and call out those things that were going on within me. I began to go to Sunday school and Bible study. And I began to hang around and be around and fellowship with other Christians, other believers, and realize that I'm not alone, that I'm not going through alone. But not only that, I began to learn the things. I could not use the excuse, I grew up this way. I could not continue to use the excuse that I didn't know, that I didn't see a healthy marriage growing up, that I didn't see a woman of God, you know, living for God growing up. I could not use that excuse anymore. I now have two little people depending on me to show them something different, to break cycles and generational curses that had been on my life. It was now my responsibility. I couldn't blame it on anyone else. So I began to do all these things. I began to learn and grow and read God's word and pray and listen to podcasts. Y'all, I love podcasts. Every day I was feeding different stuff into me because I wanted to know. I wanted to know God more. I wanted to be closer to God. I didn't want to be one of those Christians per se 
or church folk that just go to church on Sunday, but live any kind of way Monday through Saturday. That's not what I wanted for my life. I wanted my Christianity and my walk with God to be real. I wanted a change in my life. I wanted my heart to be right. I wanted to know God personally in such a way that I had not seen before. And I did. I began to grow. I began to know more. I began to now see the fruits show up in my life. I began to have peace and joy, even when things weren't going right, going right in my finances, going right in my relationships, going right with my family. I began to see all the fruits of the Holy Spirit show up in my life. Peace when everything around me was spinning out of control, when people outside couldn't even believe how I could go through what I'm going through. But that was God. That was because I began to know God in a personal way. No, things weren't always good. Yes, I still had struggles. Yes, I still went through things. Yes, I still had hard times in my marriage. But something changed for me that day. My Christianity became real to me. It was more than just going to heaven. It was more than just sitting on a pew in church on Sunday. But it was now me getting to know God, seeing myself the way God sees me, knowing how much he loves me. It just changed everything for me. And since that day, I vowed to be an example for my children, for my friends, for my family, for my husband, for my neighbors, anyone I came into contact with. I wanted them to know that this thing was real, that God was real, that he is real, that he can change your whole life. Do you hear me? your whole life. God can come in and do something so amazing. You won't help but to give him the praise. So my story, my husband and I got married very young, had children very young. We didn't have examples. We didn't really know what to do. But once I began to learn all these things, I'm like, what are you going to do with it now? You have it. And I'm still growing. Don't get me wrong. I will be growing until the day I die and go to glory. But even in that all the things that I know right now, all of wisdom that I've gained over the years from God's word and from God's people, I now want to share that with others. There are other young people that don't know. There are other people who think this is it. Things won't get better. Things will always have to be like this. There are people right now that are in broken relationships and broken marriages and think this is how it is. Only way for me to fix this is to, to divorce my spouse, to walk away to leave. But there's so much redemption and restoration in God. But our minds have to change. Our perspectives have to change. Our hearts have to change and begin to trust God and ask God and cry out to God to come into our hearts and come into our lives. Lord, I don't want to just show up to church on Sunday. Lord, I don't want to say that I'm a Christian and I always have to talk about you, but it's not in my heart. I don't believe it. I'm not living for you. I say I trust you. I clap my hands. I hold up my hands and say hallelujah, but I don't really believe it. So my heart's desire is to help other couples, whether you're dating, engaged to be married, have been married for over 10 years. My heart's desire is for you. I want you to know what God can do. God did it for me. My relationship in my marriage, in my home, with my children, in our family, God can do the same for you. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what everyone around you is saying. I don't care if they saying it's over, it's no hope with God. There is always hope. So the reason I started this podcast, the reason I started this platform 
is to give people the resources to give you the practical application of God's word on the things that you can do. I don't know it all. I will never know it all. But what I do know, I'll always share with you. If you need prayer, if you need to talk, if you want to vent, whatever it is, I am here. I love God so much and I'm so grateful for what he did in my life personally. I couldn't dare keep this to myself. You know how you have good news? You may hear about a giveaway, somebody giving something free. You share it. You tell others. You text everybody in your phone, family, friends, man, they they giving away free turkeys over there on State Street. Whatever it is, you share it. That's my heart's desire. God has done so much for me. I wouldn't dare keep it to myself. I'm going to tell everyone I know, everyone I love, everyone I care about. I'm going to tell them about Jesus. I'm going to tell them about what he can do in your relationship. I'm going to tell them about how he can restore you personally, even if you're not in a relationship. So this is my why. This is my passion. This is why I have a heart for this. I love God and I love you. And I only want to see the best for you. Don't ever forget it. So if you need an encouraging word, you need some practical application, come on over and check out my podcast. I'm always here, ready to share. I love you. I'll see you next week. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Follow me on Facebook at Demo with Mo. If you have any questions you would like answered here live on my podcast, email them to me at demowithmo at gmail.com. That's D-E-M-O-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com.